So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to Love After Lockup. Ha ha, okay. I'm Miss H, and today Mr. O and I will be discussing the season one, episode nine of Love During Lockup. In this episode, Haley has a date with Emily, Indy's spiritual advisor tells us Harry is cheating on her, Gabby and Chris's sister Essence wait around on another wrong day for Chris's release, Ty gives up Hottie and flashes at prison, Tulsi calls Santiba for closure, and Max meets more inmates but hides it from Alessa. If you like what you hear, please support us and give us a rating, or send us constructive feedback. And if you watch 90 Day Fiancé, check out our other podcast channel, 90 Day MK, Teachable Moments with Miss H and Mr. O. Thanks and enjoy. Hello, Miss H. Hello, Mr. O. How are things going? Things are going pretty well. Uh, We're starting our long haul of no days off before spring break. Oh, right. It's March. Yep, that March really, really killed. Every every school year, March is the worst year. In it till spring break. Yep. And this is my season where I'm coaching. So I have like extra long days. It's just this is the real long slog of the year. So, I mean, it's good we have shows like this. It'll get us through, right? Well, maybe because this was the season finale. So we'll get a a new group very, very soon. Yeah. So why don't we actually start off with uh, the couple that we will actually be seeing again very shortly. And that's Indy and Harry. So, Indy is video chatting her spiritual advisor, Aniris. Indy tells Aniris that her move to Ohio was a shit show as Aniris shuffles her cars and tries to summon spiritual guides using a crystal. Aniris says that the future looks bright for Harry and Indy. The spirits say that there will be a lot of sacrifices and challenges and she will need to put herself first. Aniris then tells Indy that Harry is the Knight of Cups, which means that he needs a physical touch, which can bring about a lot of temptation now that he's not in prison and Indy is so far away. Then, even though Aniris had previously said their future looks bright, she breaks it to her that Harry doesn't have a problem hooking up with other women. And in fact, after consulting the spirits, tells Indy that he's currently cheating on her, which really upsets Indy. Aniris says that if it's too challenging for Indy to emotionally handle this situation, she should just let him go. Indy feels like Hope is just being sucked out of the room. She tells us that Aniris has never been wrong. Indy has been cheated on a lot, and she has considered a polygamous relationship in the past because of it. She feels like she just needs to talk to Harry. Indy goes to visit her sister, Londa, and she says Londa, she tells Londa that Aniris told her that Harry cheated physically. Indy shows Londa the evidence she's seen, including screenshots of video chats with two different women, and in one screenshot, the woman was naked. Londa encourages Indy just to call Harry, which she does right as Harry was going to start taking shots. Indy asks him about it, and Harry just says, can we just not, like a teenage kid? Uh, mm-hmm. Indy then tells Harry that Aniris said to her what she said to her, and Harry says that Aniris is lying as he smokes some weed. Indy says she just won't even be mad. She just wants him to be honest with her. Harry says that choosing to believe in Iris is the biggest mistake of her life. She threatens to roll up to the halfway house. In the updates, Indy is planning on picking up Harry at the halfway house when he gets released in a couple of weeks. All right. So do you think that Iris is right about the cheating? And how did she know? 
Okay, so I mean, I think she is right because we seem to have receipts, right? There's yes. evidence. Um, and I, I think she's right because I mean, say what you will about her, she's good at what she does. And I think when she said she consulted the spirits, right. she really uh, consulted Harry's Instagram account. I was gonna say the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, is that what we're calling the spirits uh, now? <laughs> yes, I think I think she's just good enough about it to be like this girl doesn't even know to check this dude's social media. Like she, I think she might have like appointments with people and know they're coming up and just like does some research before they co- show up and is like that's how she knew oh i feel i feel like he might be getting out of prison soon yeah did you call the prison to find out is that <laughs> what happened Iris. yeah at the same time it's like she started off with a completely different vibe like yeah you guys were meant to be together your future looks bright everything is good i mean there's gonna be challenges and sacrifices i mean like that's can be said of any relationship, right? Even like the best of relationships. Sure. So it's like, how do you go from that to, ooh, girl, he's cheating on you and you may not want to stick around for that. You know, it could be like emotionally draining. And do you really want to have to put up with that? It's like, okay. Well, apparently, yeah. Apparently she has put up with it before. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Probably because Anirus told her to. A- yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to get the touch. It's all about physical touch because she has that um, relationship, which I've never heard that before. Definitely, I've heard that talk about the love languages and how physical touch is one of them. I've never heard mm-hmm. that then go on to that means you just got to let them cheat on you. Like, that's just what that means. Like, it's just going to happen. You can't avoid it. I know. It does make me feel really sad that she is considering a polygamous relationship just because she's it just seems like she just doesn't have faith that any man can be loyal to her. So in order for her to have a man at all, it would have to be with some kind of um, polyamorous relationship. Right. Which is which is weird, too. That kind of shows me she doesn't still not totally on board with what polyamorous means it doesn't Mm -hmm. just mean they can just do whatever they want whenever they want and i just have to take it like that's not it there's still ground rules there's still right you know things people are and aren't allowed to do things people that things that are considered you know a betrayal and things that are considered too much it's not just like well i guess i just gotta let every guy do whatever he wants i know it makes me very sad for her that she just seemed to be like okay with the cheating part, she it seemed like the only problem she had was him lying about it. But it's like, if he's cheating on you, like, this is supposed to be your spiritual husband. So I don't think he really takes all that, like, values it the same way that she does. And that's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I imagine she has a lot of trouble because, like, with conflict resolution, right? Yeah. And I, I imagine she have struggles with relationships because of conflict resolution. Because how are you going to be in a fight or have a disagreement with somebody and have them just be like, well, my psychic said it. So <laughs> that's where we're going from. Like, how am I supposed to fight with that? Like, this is just going to be completely irrational stuff that your psychic is coming up with. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. And that's what we're fighting about. Like, I can't imagine staying in a relationship with that person. And I don't I can't imagine how you think that's going to lead to a stable relationship to make everything you do in the relationship somebody else's responsibility that's outside of the relationship. Yeah. So one of the things is that, you know, we definitely get the idea that he is cheating and this just isn't some BS and Iris decided to, like, make up out of thin air. But, like, what if an Iris is wrong about something and then all of a sudden Indy's like, oh, Harry did this thing. And it's like, 
I don't really appreciate Harry's like reaction to it. Like this is a the biggest mistake of your life if you're gonna believe your spiritual advisor. It's kind of like, well, you seem to be supportive of the spiritual advisor when she was telling you good things, and then all of a sudden it's like it's a mistake when it's bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, he's definitely been that way all the whole time. Oh, mm-hmm. the spiritual advisor told you to be with me. Definitely, she's awesome. She's amazing. She's right. always right. Oh, she told you I was cheating? No, she's a liar. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Get away from it. Like, yeah. It's it's so blatantly like see-through, right? Because I would be like, well, did you believe in her at all? And the answer is no. No, he didn't. Um, yeah. He was but just going to take what he could get. But it's still kind of crazy to me that, you know, you would completely believe something that – you know, can't necessarily be proven or could possibly be incorrect. It's like, to me, the people who get mad at other people about a dream that they had. It's kind of the yeah. same, <laughs> you know, on the same level. It's like, well, did that really happen? Like, was your dream maybe based on intuition of something that could have happened? It could be true, but it could also just be like a figment of your imagination. Yeah, well, I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely not a person who like believes in dreams. I say dreams can tell you something about your own state of mind, yeah. right? Am I anxious about something? Am I stressed about something, right? Um, it doesn't tell you anything about anybody else because it's just your mind. Um, so yeah. like I definitely think, well, in my dream they did this. So I must have secretly deep down inside knew that. And I was like, I don't know, man. My dreams sometimes have the inside of my house not looking like the inside of my house. I don't think that means <laughs> anything. That I should reno my house. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. My house is telling me, the universe is telling me I need Renault. Yes, on my house. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like we will be seeing them and we'll actually get to see Harry uh, other than some blurry ch- video chat screen. So Right, smoking up Big J and uh, doing shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that probably yeah. wasn't the best thing either. He was getting loaded. <laughs> I know. It's just like... I feel like that defeats the point of the halfway house. If you're in the halfway house just getting shit-faced and high, right? Uh, I don't really know what the purpose of the halfway house is, to be honest. I thought it was like to kind of let people out, but also be able to like maintain, you know, an environment where they're there and not getting in the same trouble they were getting into before. I don't know. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, but I also feel like shouldn't it be there to support a transition? And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, well, in a couple weeks, if he only has a couple weeks, parting is going to be part of the transition, right? Okay, so so I'll give you the shots, but weed is not legal in Ohio. No, no. So that that was really the part was like, um, they put me over the edge. Well, especially they're like, well, no, 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 you can't go see your girlfriend. But yeah, have all the shots and blunts you want. Go ahead. <laughs> it <laughs> just seems a little backwards to me. Right. Well, I mean, they're maintaining that the no visitation is purely COVID. Shit, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So next up, let's just do Max. I didn't have Max for very long. Mm. And... Max is working out in a room that doesn't look like a gym because it looks like a hotel lobby or something. It has carpet. It's a little weird. But anyway, he's been ghosted again by Tara and now feels like maybe this girl was using me. So, <laughs> you know, now that she's out of the picture, his relationship with Alessa is on the mend. But, you know, he's still reaching out to other inmates like Elizabeth, who was pretty awesome because she agreed to chat like within hours of messaging. 
So now he's sitting there on the bench in his fake gym and he makes a video call with her and they actually get to talk. So he's already made it farther with her than he ever made it with Tara. We already have a video (laughs) chat. So they talk about their respective work routines. And then Elizabeth does this weird thing where she says she has to fix something, which just involves like turning around and like reaching up and shaking her butt at the camera. So (laughs) Max wasn't sure if that was for real or for show, but either way, he likes it. And um, you know, reciprocates by flexing his biceps and pecs at the camera. Oh, God. But then he learns that she isn't getting out of prison for another 11 years. <laughs> and she's already been there for five. Which means that whatever she did, it must have been pretty extreme. But he thought it went great since, you know, he actually got to see her face and she didn't ask for money. And again, she shook her butt at him. So, you know. <laughs> So he's going to keep doing this. He's going to keep hoping to see what he can find by reaching out to other inmates. Now, back in the title card at the end, we learned that he's back to sleeping in a bed with Alessa, but he's still talking to a lot of inmates that she doesn't know about. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The only difference so, is now he just doesn't tell her about it, right? Now he just doesn't tell her about the inmates. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, I learned my lesson. Clearly, you're going to freak out. Right. I mean, what... What does he get out of this? Out of this I don't know. video because, chat conversation yeah, thing? The 11 years thing, it's like, okay, so she's going to be video chat shaking her butt at you for like 11 years? That seems like they have porn sites for that, right? Yeah, right? I mean, I you'd think porn sites, and if you're not into, you know, the just watching, you have cam sites and everything like that. I'm yeah. feeling like you can get that without... It, but that's where it ends, right? It, it, he's yeah. not going to wait around 11 years. He's so desperate for this. So, like, I don't understand. It just doesn't seem that interesting to talk, video chat with somebody, anybody, yeah. right? Yeah. Very weird. I, I don't really get his motivation other than I really just get the sense that this dude just wants to be on television, right? Um, I think he wants to be on TV to either promote his OnlyFans with Alessa or, you know, to maybe maybe he really is this thirsty for attention. And so maybe he's just trying to get, you know, the Z list reality treatment, reality star treatment of everyone slipping into his DMs. You know, maybe he's like for that, too. But it just doesn't seem like he's really taking a genuine interest in any singular one of these people. And I think it's pretty evident by the, you know, cast of characters we've seen paraded through as Max potential partners this entire season. You know, I think we can think of at least five off the top of our heads, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I definitely feel like he might have watched the show and just been like, I could reach out to some inmates and get myself on TV. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I and I do feel like producers picked him, not because this was a compelling relationship or a compelling story that's going on, but just because they're like, this is a weird dude. We're going to put the weird dude <laughs> on TV. Weird dude. <laughs> he is a very weird dude. Oh, goodness. All right. Um, let's talk about uh, Chris and Gabby because they were barely on this. Barely. Oh, my God. Why even? Yeah. Essence, Chris's sister and Gabby are on their way to pick up Chris. Again, because if you recall, last week they went to go pick up Chris and were told, oh, no, not today, tomorrow. So Gabby's getting more and more anxious and frustrated about this situation. After waiting for two hours, Gabby is on the verge of tears and Chris's mom calls Essence to tell them that the U.S. Marshal is coming to pick up Chris for federal charges. 
Gabby wants to stop filming and she just wants to go home. Uh, in the title card, we find out that he's getting released from federal prison in March. So it's coming up right now. And Gabby is still mm-hmm. planning on being there. All right. So we don't know because it still has yet to happen. Uh, Chris could be getting out. We have no idea um, or something else. I mean, if he really just had federal charges, I think this is like his last thing and he should be getting out. Um, sure. But do you think how long do you think that Gabby would have been willing to wait for Chris? Oh, um, until his money ran out. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that, too. Until the money ran out or I don't know. Yeah, maybe she's not very motivated by, like, the physical touch. Because I think some of these people are just like, I've gone without sex for however long. Like, I couldn't possibly, like, even Max thinking about, you know, his uh, inmate that he's talking to for 11 years. It's like, well, we already know Max isn't going to be celibate for 11 years because he's still going to have his business sex. Right. But he doesn't seem all that interested in extracurricular of that, right? It's just like, whatever. Right. It's what I do for a living. It gets me by. So it's just like he's, he's not that kind of, I don't know, affectionate person. I get, you know, I don't get it. But yes, certainly some people, that's not what yeah. they're about. That's not what they want out Maybe of a relationship. Maybe it's the steroids. Maybe. <laughs> but I mean, but even, even, but and I think a lot of people, everybody knows you need to at least talk a game, right? You need to be like, oh, right. no, I can't wait till he gets out and we're going to, we're going to have the bait. Well, it's funny because now that I'm thinking about it, most people who don't seem all that into doing it for fun are always like, we're going to have babies right away. That's what nope. we're going to do. We're just going to have babies. That's interesting because Gabby keeps on saying that. She's like, I just want to make a baby. It's so odd to think of her being a mom as selfish as she's come off this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's something that you know, but I feel like is 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 maybe that part of the reason you keep seeking out these relationships where you can't be physical with each other. Um yeah. because they tend to seem to do that. Is that the kind of person who just like is either doesn't like or is intimidated by and that's been an issue could it could be an issue in your other relationships, right? Obviously if you're just right. not that into it and you're in this other relationship and somebody's gonna be like, Well, what's wrong with it? Why are we not doing it? I wanna do it more. And you're just kind of like, yeah, whereas this is a relationship where you don't have to, you don't have to, right? You get to have all the stuff you want, the attention and the money and stuff and and don't get it. But I don't know. That's all. That's all I got for her because it's that and the money. And then otherwise, we don't know. Personality wise, I got nothing. (laughs) I don't know what she's (laughs) in it for because we really didn't see much of Chris. No, we didn't. Which when we get to our... uh... Our power rankings is why Chris ends up a little higher than others. I know. I know. I thought that too. we'll get to it. But I, yeah, well, I had similar thoughts about that. <laughs> oh, I, I just it just was like, why even? Oh, man, I just feel like this is cutting room floor type stuff, right? Like, yeah, just we didn't even see it. We didn't get to it. It was, again, another interesting angle because he was giving her money. Yes. But then. I mean, he's we, he we've been we're gonna pick him up from prison for like four episodes now, right? Right? Yeah, we get it. You don't get along with the family. After his official thing for getting out of prison was, "Don't come pick me up because the feds are gonna grab me." Yeah, <laughs> and we've had four episodes after that. Right. All right. Now, something where there was a bit more, you know, let's say motion going on was uh, Ty. Action, action. So the argument from last episode is still dumb and still happening. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. We have Boston being like, who are you? And then Ty calls her a dodo bird, which I think we left out last time. I don't even know what that means. They, she uses these insults and I don't know what they mean. Yeah. But anyway, that, that prompts the water splashing from Boston and then Ty jumping over the table at her and then Boston's friend coming out of nowhere just <laughs> to try to get at Ty, just coming in and streaming into the screen. But anyway, producers break the whole thing up. But things have finally gotten through to Ty that Hattie has probably been two-timing her, although she still says it's Boston's fault. It's her fault. She's yeah. picking at it because she knows. Hey, Boston, on the other hand, is tired of seeing Ty in person. Most likely because she keeps getting attacked every time she does. But back in the car, we have um, Ty complaining more about Boston and then Hottie calls. So later, we Hottie, Ty just tells him, I know everything and blah, 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 whatever. He has no response because – not because he doesn't have a response but because she won't let him finish her sentence. But because – and their evidence is because, well, who would take one ass whooping and then come back for another ass whooping <laughs> unless you were giving them a reason to? That's solid logic there. They <laughs> <laughs> argue about the hoodie and then she yells at him more about like some FUs before telling him, you know, she says like, I have some news for you. Don't ever call me again. And then hangs up. So after she hangs up, she tells her friend that she wouldn't be- have believed anything Boston said except she had the hoodie and the hoodie was the receipt she needed. So – that there's no way she could have gotten it except from Hottie, who on the phone call, by the way, kept trying to say she just bought it online. She just bought it online. <laughs> anyway, Ty says her intuition is never wrong. I feel like <laughs> this whole season has been evidence against that, but okay. Yeah. Um, she seems pretty done with Hottie, and she just has one more thing to do to finally bring closure to all this. Flash her boobs at the prison for some reason. I, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> That's the way she's going to close this out. Anyway, the title card tells us that she is done. She blocked Hottie and she's shifted her focus to BB and Anthony and Jose <laughs> and Carrington. <laughs> that was just, I thought it was brilliant the way they kept just like. Yeah. Adding the list of names. Yeah. <laughs> just adding to the list of names. All right. So we heard kind of her reasoning. And do you believe it? What do you think is the real reason that finally, finally this time was the time she was like, oh, wait, he probably is talking to Boston. Yeah. I mean, she actually, I believe that it really is the sweatshirt. And I kind of would have been suspicious about that as well. You know, like but it also depends on the sweatshirt situation, right? Was it like a, you know, one of those, oh, we had it open for online orders and then it was sold out in a day? Because then, yeah, absolutely, Boston. That's what I thought, yeah. And she could have been swooping in on that day. Yeah, Yeah. and Ty was late to the game and wanting it, then, you know, Mm -hmm. I can definitely see that that could be easily explained. Um, But I don't know, I just... I think that she all always knew and it was always about, you know, just kind of one upping Boston. And I think that she didn't like making look a fool by it seeming that Boston had one upped her by having this sweatshirt. So sure. whether it's because she actually believed uh, you know, that this is the truth, like after I think it's just that she was just like, I'm I think I'm at a part where you know, I'm not going to be able to one-up her anymore. She's got the advantage. I'm out. Like, I've mm-hmm. got other guys on the line. Like, I don't need to worry about this situation anymore. And quite honestly, I do honestly believe that she was 
kind of stressed out about the fact that Boston kept on calling her. And it's like, well, if I, you know, cut this guy loose, I can stop getting these harassing phone calls all the time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, so but so it did kind of seem like that. Like, how can I extricate myself from this situation and still make it seem like I won? Yes. Right. Yes. And so and that's and she decided, well, I beat her up twice. So I won. Right. I can definitely see that because how she even views this whole thing is just very like self-centered. Like she's like, Boston like stole, you know, my man for me. It's like, well, not really. If Boston was the one that was around before for the last 11 years, aren't you the one stealing hottie away from Boston? No, because only Dodo birds stay around for 11 years. Yeah. So that was that was her being being a dummy for some reason. I couldn't figure that out, but she did because that's when she called her Dodie Bird. She was like, "Yeah," because she was like, "How long you?" Because Boston was like, "I've been around for eleven years. We lived together. We did all this together. How long y'all been together?" And she was like, "November," because I don't stick around like you, Dodo Bird. And it was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was yeah. just yeah. It was for some some reason she had a narrative in her head where being with Hadi for less time made her the better partner or the better well, girlfriend or the better woman i think smarter person maybe not better partner but it's like okay. i'm not gonna deal with his shenanigans and his lies for as long as you are like you're an idiot for sticking around if you knew that this is what he's doing on the side right because you know i'm here you know i'm here because you're the one who's calling me yeah i can see that too right right but i think you're right at the end of the day she did not have anything that would make her look like more like the number one than that sweatshirt mm-hmm. made Boston look like the number one. Right. And so as soon as she right. was like, I'm not number one, I'm out. But anyway, it's a just the whole storyline was her being so hypocritical because she always had multiple guys on the line. And it was just a matter of Yeah. Just just it was just she did not like losing. It it, it had nothing to do with him at all. No, it definitely didn't. Because she, like, the moment that, you know, she's cutting him loose, she's like, I have backups. I don't even care. Whatever. I don't even care about this guy. It's like, well, then why have you been fighting over him for this long? Like, it's ridiculous. And and when you did let him go, felt the need to go and flash the entire prison? Like. Yeah, that was just weird. That is definitely not something I do for someone who I'm done with and no longer care about it is flash my genitals at their home. (laughs) It did make me kind of feel like, well, are you really that mad that your nudes got leaked then? You seem to be somewhat of an exhibitionist. Yeah, but that it's it's still. I get it. It's the control thing, right? She's controlling who gets to see her naked body as opposed to someone, you know, publishing that. And I guess the idea was. The idea was for her to go and show everyone else at the prison, like, oh, this you're not special you're anymore because all the guys at the prison have seen have seen my boobs now. Like, <laughs> God. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. No, it didn't to me either. All right. Uh, speaking of not making sense, let's talk about Santiba and Talzi. So oh, Santiba is hanging out at the harbor, hoping that a rich man will come by on his boat and notice her. She just wants to find someone who's going to take care of her. She gets a call from Talzi, and she is just confused. He acts like everything is normal, like, hey, what's up? And he says that he's just calling to check in. 
Santiba is already giving him attitude, so he says he's there to bring some closure to their situation, and he tells her that he's been stalking her social media. He said he was suspicious about a man who posted a comment for Santiba that was sexual in nature and implied he was going to stop by and that he had a history of stopping by. This is his explanation for why he actually ghosted her. Santiba asks why he didn't just talk to her about it and calls him out for taking her money and using her. He then says he wasn't trying to sleazeball her, but he realized that he could do better. He says that he never needed her, so how could he possibly be using her? She keeps bringing up the money and saying that she has sent him money for a year, even though he claims they were only dating for a few uh, months. He, like, box at her $20 a week, and Santiba asks what his current fiancé was sending him. She gets really upset and hangs up on him, crying about how it's possible for someone to fake love. Santiba is not dating another, is now dating another inmate who is serving 10 years on a drug charge. So another situation where it's like, uh, when are you going right, to see this so dude? So long. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. she wants to see them. I think that's really what it is. Or maybe. I don't know. But why do you think Tells even bothered calling for closure? I don't know. I, that, that I couldn't figure out. What, what, what's the point? See, what's the point? I don't think her? it was actually calling for closure. That's okay. He did. You think he was calling to hit her up and then it went it went the other right. way? He did the classic move that dudes who ghost people do, because it's my strong belief that the reason why majority of people ghost other people isn't necessarily because it's like, eh, I want to get rid of them. It's because they're like. Eh, I don't want to, like, be with them, but I want to revisit this as a potential option later. So instead of having to give them some kind of finalized, like, hey, it's over, you just kind of ghost them, right? So then what ends up happening, and I this has happened so many times between me and my girlfriends, it's like three months later, I usually give it about three months, the guy will always call back or text back, whatever, and they'll act like everything is fine. Like, they just talked to you yesterday. Hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? That's exactly what this dude did. He, like, calls up. He doesn't say, like, hey, I know, you know, like, I kind of ghosted you. I just want some closure. He leads with, hey, what's up? Just checking in. And then immediately senses that she is hostile. Right. Because she is uh, sure. throwing mm-hmm. attitude from the beginning. So he's like, oh, OK, OK, I know that this isn't going the way that I, you know, would have hoped it to go where we're going to pretend like nothing happened. Right. OK, mm-hmm. so now I have to be like, oh, I'm just calling for closure. No, you were not calling for closure. You had to pivot when she realized that she was still mad about like ghosting her. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That seems about right. Like. I mean, I, I can see it. I can see it because, I mean, most of the time, I, I don't even think ghosting is like I, I definitely well, maybe, maybe maybe there are guys out there. There probably are. I'm saying maybe I'm going to probably are, but I don't <laughs> think it's most guys that have this intentional strategy of ghosting. Right. Of being uh-huh. like, well, let me think about the mean thing that I can do and leave this woman dangling. They're just like. I don't want to talk to her. And no, that's exactly. I think that's exactly why. Right. They're not trying to get back at you or something like that. And so I feel like, though, because she had this kind of negative attitude, that's why he kind of like was like, "Okay, whatever, I could do better than you. And it got like two sided hostile. Yeah, I could see that. And he was just trying to call and be like, well, 
because that's what you hope. You 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 don't you have a thing and it, things are going to get tense because you knew it was going to get tense. You knew you were doing this. You were going to be with the girl. You were getting out. You didn't really want her there. So just go. And then wait. Wait. I think he was banking. I think he was. I think he was gambling. I'm saying just wait and then wait until because you know if you try to talk to her then she's going to be mad, right? And it's going to go bad and it's going to go poorly. So you might as well wait three wait your three months and right. see. Wait your three maybe, months. Maybe maybe it'll blow over and she won't be so mad anymore. Well, the problem is, is I'm fairly certain what motivated this unghosting is the fact that whoever he was engaged to, no more. You know, yeah, so, yeah, probably. you're going to put your feelers out as to, you know, what you had going on before. And that's the only reason why if he was still engaged and unavailable, there's no way he would be reaching out to her just to check in or foreclosure, whatever. I bet he could be. I bet he could be if they were maybe not if it wasn't. I'm saying everything wouldn't be going smoothly. But I can mm-hmm. see him being bored or jealous in this relationship and being like, well, I'm going to reach out to somebody else and make myself feel better. Like, even if nothing, if something happens, if nothing happens. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he doesn't necessarily have to be broken up to be the kind of crappy guy who's going to reach out to somebody from the past and try to, like, I don't know, see what's going on. I want to talk to somebody uh, who's happy to hear me. And then obviously didn't get that. Right. Well, I, I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if you get ghosted, it's probably not going to put the other person in the best of moods, especially if they're not you, in kind of the same space as you, you know, because I could kind of see like, OK, you know, if you ghosted someone and they were kind of like, OK, whatever, like that didn't work out. And then they kind of move on and, you know, they're like doing their own thing. I, I can see that, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm ready to date again and this person came up again and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, OK, well, let's revisit this. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I that's mean, what I, these guys are gambling on. I just think like, yeah, I mean, that's they are gamble, but people, guys gamble on stuff all the time. And part of it is yeah. unbelievably it does work. Like so many times, like we see that all the times, like, oh, I could never see that person getting back together with them. And then they do after yeah. like the most pathetic, like half hearted reach out ever. And it's like, well, you're back in now. Oh, OK. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's not. He probably has done similar things in the past and gotten the results he wanted, which is why he tries it this yeah. time. Yeah. All right. So speaking of people who get people back. <laughs> <laughs> with with displays. Let's talk about Haley and Dalton. Uh, so oh now, God. well, at least for temporarily, Haley is free of Dalton after flipping him off at the JLS episode. So she's going to see her friend Emily free of guilt. As of now, she doesn't really know how she feels about this Dalton situation and says if he showed up at her door, it would be a tornado of emotions. So Emily has something to, mi- to take her mind off of it, though. A Venetian gondola ride through the canals of Irving, Texas. <laughs> Emily is happy that Haley is smiling now that she's free of Dalton, even more so because she takes the, she's taking her on this romantic boat ride to take the opportunity to make a move on her. First, Emily tells Haley she's really into her. She even says to the camera that she's in love with her. Then after some back and forth and like a surprise kiss on the cheek, uh, Haley is pretty into getting the attention and it says she says it wouldn't be her first time dating a woman, although it would be the first time she was with a woman intimately. So Emily keeps talking and Haley says, you know, she keeps saying like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't if it was too much. I, I didn't mean to put you out there. But Haley says it was just a shock. Um, so then they start making out. 
which she says is very intense. But she has a nagging feeling about Dalton in the back of her head. So that's when things take a pretty, what I thought was unexplained turn, uh, though, because <laughs> Haley is now getting dolled up for a video visit with Dalton. She has, she has real feelings for Emily, but thinks it's better as a friendship, especially since Dalton is being persistent, which apparently is the way into her heart. So God. Dalton has evidently got her something, and it's in a big cardboard envelope. So she tells us that she's impressed with his hygiene. And then opens the envelope, which is a pencil <laughs> sketch of a uh, of a woman and a child, which apparently is supposed <laughs> to be Haley and Hendrix. I didn't think it looked like them really at all. So yeah. Well, caricature. Maybe. But, okay. The thing was is she knows that Dalton also didn't draw this picture and whoever <laughs> she, he got to draw it took a long time to do it. So that qualifies as the nicest piece of art that she owns. It's, but the big gesture has finally done it. She apologizes to him for how everything has gone in the past few months. And now it's back on since her plan to have a baby with him now is as, as soon as he gets out. So then there's no one minute warning before the call cuts out. And she feels like this is a new beginning for her and Dalton. But we get one final scene with Haley for the commercial segment. And that's her reading Dalton's letters. I guess this is the persistence. Uh, she says that the sweetness and thought he puts into them is her favorite part. Well, if that's assuming if you consider him talking about licking the crust off of her nipple rings, sweet and thoughtful. Oh, God. Oh, that's so gross, right? So gross. So disgusting. I did not need to hear that. Did No. Not to end on that, though, because we learned in the title card that Haley and Hendrix did move to the new house and are excited for Dalton to join them. All right. What? What? Seriously, what happened? What? What happened here? She was. Why did she even talk to him again? I don't know. I don't know why anyone <laughs> talks to their exes, like, at least immediately after. Like, that just seems so weird. I think part of it has to do with, I think there becomes a moment, and I think this is why people, like, have rebounds, where it's like they feel like, well, can I find someone else that's going to love me? You know, and that insecurity kind of creeps in. And I think they do give themselves a short window of, you know, oh, so, okay, I found someone who loves me. Let me kind of cling to this. And I think that's why rebounds happen, you know, like sure. potentially with Emily even in this situation. But, you know, if it doesn't work out, it's kind of like I do feel like there are people who feel insecure and they feel like, oh, this might be my last chance at love. You know, we hear that all the time, right? And so right. it's like they genuinely feel like either that they won't find anyone else to love them or they won't find someone else to love them when they love someone like a mutual like love, right? Like, oh, well, they, I could probably find someone to love mm -hmm. me, but it doesn't mean I would like them. They're probably like a loser and I wouldn't want to be with them. So this is the best sure. I can do. And it's kind of becomes this whole thing where it's like, I don't know, maybe you also have like euphoric recall where you kind of romanticize, you know, like, well, no one's ever loved me the way Dalton has. He bought me this thing. He's like, look at all the letters. I mean, even she said, he spends a crazy amount of time on these letters based on, I don't know, like the pictures he draws on them, the different colored pens he uses. It's not the handwriting, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he never loses yeah, time right. on that. It's just, yeah, I just, it just seems like he just 
be she just confuses or just associates like the amount of effort with how much he cares, which yes. might work if he had literally any other thing to do. But it's like, right. yeah, I was going to say, if he had like a, a job, like a full time job, yeah. then maybe be like, OK, yes. Yeah. But it's like if your full time job is to sit around in prison, you got some time on your hands to put some effort into things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like it just it is his full time think... job. He gets money for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, was, it does. Right. He gets her money for it. Right. Yeah. Especially when you think about it like that, like. That's what he did. He, if you would think what hap happened, or you suspect what had happened, was he was just, you know, saying these things and writing these things and putting this effort to get money from you. Mm -hmm. Then doing more of those things isn't evidence of that. Like I don't even know why when she gets an envelope from him, like if that was me, I'd be like, oh, a letter from Dalton, garbage. Like I wouldn't open. Yeah. It. I wouldn't accept his calls. I don't understand how she's like. Well, what he says is really sweet. I wouldn't know because I wouldn't look at it because. At that point, I would just be like, oh, right. Everything he sells is bullshit. So why would I read your bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, matter. I mean, you could tell she was having second thoughts because even after yes. her date with Emily, when they were interviewing, she was like, well, I just don't know where I stand with Dalton. I was like, you don't? I'm pretty sure you guys broke up. What do you mean you don't know where you stand? <laughs> yeah. If he showed up, I don't know if I would. I don't know. It just to me, I guess I, I have this point, this breaking point that I get to. That once I decide you're full of shit, then you're full of shit. Yeah, and I won't, I'm exactly. Done. Like, I don't yep. take anything you say seriously anymore. And I agree. Like, he's well past that point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I knew they were trying to tease something with Emily, like from the first time that they filmed them together. It was like they were definitely trying to imply there were some kind of vibes. What I don't yeah. understand so much is... When people say they're in love with someone without really being in a relationship with them. I think that yeah. confuses me a little bit. And that's what Emily kind of opened with. She's like, I'm in love with Haley. And it's like, are you? Aren't you guys just coworkers I, that kind of go out every once in a while? Right. It seems like if you you wouldn't say it this way, but I could see being like, I'm kind of infatuated with Haley. Like, yes. that's a different story. I have very strong feelings towards her. Sure. Yes. Yes. But like. Right. You can't. I don't know. I I think it's very hard to say you're in love with someone who hasn't even hinted at loving you back or even know that that's the case or know that you mm -hmm. might be. Um, yeah. I don't know. I definitely also don't know how I feel about the, you know, gay people hitting on straight people thing either. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, but. Haley has said that she has dated women in the past. So That's if true. I were Emily, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, she could be open to it, you know? All right. So uh, that pretty much covers this season. So that means we're ready for power rankings. Who is your number one? Yes. Um, so my number one was Santiba. Okay. Because she actually seemed to... I mean, it was a lot of the same story, right? You're betrayed right. by the person you were with and couldn't get together with them. But she was like, I'm done with you, dude. We're done. I'm done. I'm not, don't <laughs> talk to me and come back. I'm actually cutting you loose. I'm going to find another inmate that I can't get together with. Oh, but, gosh. you know, we'll have to forgive that part. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's why Santiba was my number two. Because it's just like, ah, she's so dumb. But 
at yeah. the same time, she's not a bad person. And I think that she didn't make any life-ruining dumb decisions. Well, sure. I mean, part of it was circumstance. So that, once again, that's why she's my number two. But my number one was actually Chris. I mean, what did he do this season other than give his girl some money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, so, okay. So my number two is Chris because yeah. that was my, my, I just thought when I was making this list, I was like, all right, Chris is my zero, right? I know nothing yeah. about him. I don't know right. if he's a good person, if he's a bad, I know nothing about this person right. at all. So if I, if you're less than zero, you're below Chris. If you're more than zero, you're above Chris. <laughs> And Chris is number two. <laughs> well, okay. Which so it, what's interesting, and I've never done it this way before, I actually went bottom up. I actually went with okay. who's the worst, right? And then when I could, couldn't could stop thinking of who is the worst, I was like, all right, who's done some bad things? And like, quite honestly, other than being in prison, and I'm sure it's probably for some something pretty serious, considering he has state and federal charges. I mean, but they didn't. Did they tell us what it was? I'm pretty sure it was drug related, right? Probably. Um, yeah. But like, quite honestly, it's like this guy didn't do anything but try to be generous. It didn't seem like he was using anyone. That's that's a no, lot. No, we didn't hear about him two timing anybody or anything like that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's funny that you do that. I totally use and we'll get all computer sciencey. I totally use an insertion sort and just start with the first person on the list. And be like, <laughs> all right, where do they fit on the list that I have made so far? <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Uh, how about your number three? My number three was Haley. Um, okay. She's dumb. Like, yeah. and she's super dumb to take Dalton back. Yes. But she does at least seem sweet. Like, she has her heart in the right yeah. place. She's just dumb about it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I need more data points on her, too, because it's like, well, she claims to have learned a lesson about giving him money over her son, but we never really saw how that played out. Did that mean right. does that mean that she's going to in the future not spend money on Dalton, put more boundaries up and be like, no, I'm going to save this money for my kid. So that's why Haley was my number four. So uh, my number three was actually Tara. For the same reason why Chris is my number one. It's like, what did Tara really do other than ghost Max? And quite honestly, like, I would have done that too. So, yeah, Tara, you're number three. <laughs> yeah, Tara was number four for me. Same reason. I was like, okay, ghosting people is not ideal. So no, maybe be down not. a little bit. And then other than that, that's it. Like, that's all she did was ghost a weirdo who... yeah. May have thought that relationship was more than it was more than she ever implied it was. Right. Okay. So, what about your number five? So, my number five. Oh, the second I put them together, I went with tentatively Harry. I did too. Um, just because. I mean, if if he has the cheating at the end, right? We don't know for certain. We don't. We don't know for certain about. But other than that, he really didn't do anything. He didn't lie to anybody. He just no. did his thing. Right. He's trying to make Indy happy. He really did try yeah. to see her for like a short second when she was there. He goes along mm -hmm. with this whole spiritual marriage. I have a feeling he's going to be very much like Quaylen, though. He seems very like I'm getting Quaylen vibes where he was young when he went to prison, speaking up a good game about being committed. When he gets out, he's going to be like and then, kid yeah. in the candy store, literally how much a kid. More, how much more fun life can be than... <laughs> Than being, yeah. than being a dad and committed, yes. Right, right. So I definitely see Harry being like the new Quaylen. Um, Who was your number six then? Uh, number six, I went with Indy. Like, she's dumb. And yeah. she's, 
weird thing with the psychic. She kind of turns her back on the on on not turns her back, but like doesn't seem to appreciate the incredible amount of help that her family gives her. And kind right. of like, whatever, I'm going to do this because my, my psychic said so. And, you know, has weird things about her daughter. So there's lots of things I just don't like about her um, that put her yes. below Harry. But again, she and I feel like everybody below her is malicious. And I don't think yeah. she's malicious. Yeah. So she's just a little bit further down on my list. Um, my number six was actually Talzy. Um, the reason why is because, yeah, he ghosted her. Yeah, he had someone else. But quite honestly, at least he wasn't really like, I mean, he laughed at her, oh, $20 a week, you know, but at least he wasn't like using her for way more money. Right. Like, yeah. I'm sure he could have, but $20 a week. And if they really were together for a year, at least what um, Santibo was saying, she'd been sending him money for a year. That's really like a thousand dollars. Like we have seen which I, much, much worse. Which so I thought she relative. said she spent it. She sent him more than that. So I don't know. Well, he was know. saying thought, twenty a week, and she and she didn't argue with him after he said that. So. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel like there may have been some. I just thought when she said the number like to her mom or something, I thought she said a bigger number than that. But oh, it wasn't yeah. a crazy oh, number. For sure. It wasn't a crazy number. No, it wasn't. It was reasonable enough to be like, I doubt he's really talking to you specifically for the twenty dollars a week. <laughs> yeah, fair fair um, all right who was your right, number, so number six th- well not my number six was indy my number seven oh right my number seven is gabby which mm. really speaks volumes for how bad the other people were because i did not like gabby <laughs> like, yeah i think she's in it for the money and i think she's snotty and bratty and like even her mom doesn't seem to like her and <laughs> And, you know, really, really hit a bunch of my pressure points as a teacher, especially that part where she was arguing with the lawyer about the about I just understand why I can have this money. For sure. Um, My number seven was Hottie. Um, And yeah, he sucks. Yeah, he's playing all sides. But at the same time, it's kind of like. They have got to be so idiotic to even fall for it. I don't even think he was that good yeah. at being sneaky or a player. He really isn't. No. So I kind of put him in the middle there. Yeah, he just picks people that I have him a little bit lower. But you're right. It's, it's all in selection. I find that for anybody who scams and does everything. It's mm-hmm. most 90% of the game is picking the right people. It's not even running yeah. the right scam. It's picking the right people. Right. The <laughs> yeah, right people who true. are just going to be like just get all in their ego about this and fight each other yeah. instead of fighting him. Right. But, Tell me you love me. I love you. Okay. <laughs> right. Now I'm like his that's number all one. It took? All right. Forever. Yeah. All right. So um, that brings them my number eight. My number eight was where I put Tulsi just because mm-hmm. he was lying. Like he had another whole woman lined up. Like that's, that's pretty low um, as much yeah. as we didn't like see it kind of happen the whole time through. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah, more devious and like underhanded than anybody I thought above him did. Yeah. Um, okay. So Indy was my number eight. And I think the reason why she ended up so far down. Yeah. I think she's a weirdo or whatever. Like, um, even, you know, Harry's family was just like, this girl's weird. Um, uh, 
I think my biggest issue was the kid situation. Like, you're going to drag around your five-year-old kid to move to Ohio just to move back, just to move to Ohio because of some spiritual advisor telling you you're in this relationship? Like, that to me, it's like, come on, think of the children. Yeah, that is true. It it is always concerning. I don't know if the shows can edit it like this when Mm -hmm. you're always like, oh, yeah, that's right. They have kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. It's like I feel like that should be more of a concern that you're like, no, the kid is there. It's right there. Yeah. So that brings me to my number nine, which is where I put Hottie. Like just because he just spent the entire season lying. Like everything he said was a lie to everybody. (laughs) Right. Right. So, okay, so that's interesting. I feel like we pretty much had the same kind of middle just like jumbled because my number nine was Gabby. And part of it is just because I just don't like the girl. She is super entitled. She's super selfish. Mm -hmm. She's clearly using him for money. I mean, yeah, do I think that she might have genuine feelings for him? Sure. But it's like she's there for the money and, you know, and kind of like just going against everyone. She's demanding these expensive things and then lying about her like part time job as like a bottle service girl. It's just like, oh, you're the worst. Yeah. Well, not clearly not the worst because clearly we agree on 10, 11, 12. <laughs> yeah, the order will remains to be seen, but we have the same I three. I think down we there. might see eye to eye on the order. I think. I think. Okay, uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So who's your number ten? Ten for ten for me is Max. Oh, um, okay. Interesting. We did not see eye to eye. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, because, I mean, he's a bad dude. Like, and he, he, he the way he frames it as not being a bad dude. Yeah. His thing. And one of those things, if you kind of watch it and watch kind of his version of all the stories, he's a sad sack. Everybody's always leaving me. I can never find anybody to talk to me. I guess I'll just keep reaching out. I was a fat kid, which is why I'm so narcissistic now. But he's super narcissistic. <laughs> and yeah, he's he stringing is. this woman along that he shares a bed with. And yeah, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just like, and he does all of a sudden, and, he, and don't forget that the other thing that got me too is he lies to every woman he's with about this OnlyFans thing. Yeah. Which yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Oh, he's terrible, which is why he's further down on my list. Right. Uh, number 10, I went with Dalton. So okay. Dalton clearly is up to no good with exes. He has secrets that we never got revealed because the producers were like, is there anything else? And it was like very clear that he has more things that he's not telling us. But, you know, we just will never know what it is. So based on what we do know of him and speaking to the ex-girlfriend, um, trying to get money through Haley for the ex-girlfriend, that mm-hmm. was so shitty. Like, you're the worst boyfriend yeah. ever. Um, so he's pretty far down there. But I don't know. It's kind of like the other two are just so much worse to me. See, no, that's what it's fine. So my Dal- Dalton is 11 for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I, 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 again, it's very much a, I don't like the guy. Like he talks and I want to be like, shut the hell up. Just you shut up. You shut up. You're lying. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. You're lying. Shut up. I don't want to hear yeah. it. Shut up. Don't you say a word to me because it's going to be a lie. Like. I, yeah. I couldn't I literally somebody I couldn't talk to because I have mentioned it before. I would just be like, everything you say is a lie in my head. I don't hear anything you say, because in my head, everything you said is bullshit. Everything you said is yeah. a lie. I don't believe it a single word. And it, it, he's manipulating this, this, I mean, gullible person. Right. 
which is all he does is he makes he's pretty much lived his entire life and made his entire living manipulating gullible people and i just i can't yeah. i can't stand that yeah so my number 11 is ty mm-hmm. uh i just she's violent she's a liar yep. you know mm-hmm. she's i mean a liar from like the remember the cup of noodles about to burn her house down you know yeah. just like delusional um it's like she's all like the most terrible things like she's not faithful herself you know but she expects mm-hmm. though she expects people to be uh you know her to be the only person and it's like she just doesn't give what she expects back and i just i found her to be such a terrible person yeah so that's why she's at the bottom of my list um yeah is is that and the, the biggest thing the biggest reason above all the things you know liars we have liars right we have cheaters Mm -hmm. we have scammers that are up that are up here right that are there but the thing that puts it in the thing that just drives everybody nuts me included is she's a hypocrite like she's a hypocrite absolutely because she does she has a freaking line of dudes and then lined up that she's talking to that she has a freaking you know organizational chart for and then if, if if she finds out her one dude is talking to somebody else it's like nope I'm going to get violent and try to beat that person up. Like, that's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, my number 12 was Max. I just don't like the guy. <laughs> that's why he's my number 12. Like, I just don't like him. Uh, he's He has, like, five women. He's lying to every single one of them. Now, I mean, Alessa, originally he wasn't lying to her, but now he's lying to her, too. And it's just, I just don't like the dude and you know just lying about like sex too just also seems ridiculous to me i don't know i just don't like him i don't like his face i don't like his muscles i don't like him he has such a weird looking body and it's like it's like that's what you work that's the body you worked for that's the body you're like bragging to people about and you know that thinking honestly thinking it's his biggest selling point by far by far He's one of those like dudes that just never shut up about the gym. And it's just like, oh, that's why he wants to date another girl who like is into fitness is because then they can talk about fitness all the time. You're just like, stop. Right. Oh, and he's like, oh, man, because we already saw that with him, too. Like he he can't sit down and have a meal and be like, well, I haven't had enough protein today. I got to make sure I carbolode before I have a thing. And you're like, oh, my God, shut up. Just enjoy a taco, dude. I'm counting my macros. This is a cheat day. (laughs) I'm like, just shut up. Yeah, I hate that guy. Oh. All right. Um, so did you have a life lesson? Um, I did have a life lesson, but then I forgot to write it down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, my life oh. lesson was directed at Haley. Um, I think you should really cut things off when you break up. And I'm not to say that you can't get back together again or even consider it, but it really shouldn't be in the phase where you still have emotions about your relationship. Because I don't think you can think clearly in that state. And I don't think Haley was thinking clearly when she took Dalton back because she was still like feeling down and lonely and upset about the breakup. And it's like the only thing that could really fix that psychologically is getting back together again with the person but is that the right thing in this case i'm gonna say no yeah so mine was kind of at Haley too i would say you can't let somebody gift their way back into a relationship with you right Right? and 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 especially this particular gift 
because at first I thought Dalton made it. And I was like, all right, well, he spent a lot of effort. That's kind of sweet. Still no, <laughs> but I see where he's going with that. But then she was like, no, no, he clearly got somebody else to do it. And I was like, well, if he got somebody else to do it, he had to pay them. And where does he get his money? <laughs> I know. Another ex-girlfriend so, is probably paying for that. I was saying probably Haley bought herself a picture and now she's oh, like, this is the sweetest thing I've ever seen. I can't believe yeah. we'll be back in a relationship now. Like, man, oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. I know. Ridiculous. All right. So um, do we – does the new Love After Lockup start next week? I, they had it a trailer, ne- but – I did okay. look at it. It starts, it starts next week, March 4th. Okay, great. So we will be back next week with the new season of Love After Lockup. Yep. See everybody then. Okay. Until then. Bye. Bye.